Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles Into Phone. This week's episode brought to you by Walmart. Uh, well, it's going to be a short episode probably, because it's really just going to be how to sell predictions. I might talk about Raw for like three minutes, because that's about all that show is worth. And yeah, that's about all we're going to talk about today. Uh, I'm recording right now on Tuesday. There's four matches on Hell in a Cell right now, so I'm gonna, after I talk about Raw for like five minutes, I'm going to pause, and I'm going to then record predictions for those four matches, but I'm not gonna be uploading this until Friday, and, because there has to be more than four matches on this show. I don't know how many more, but they have to do more than four matches. There's three cell matches and one other match right now. And there there has to be more than that. So, I, I'm not uploading an episode for four matches. So, you're going to have to... Obviously, you, you won't be hearing this until after all of this has happened anyway. So, it's not like you're hearing this on Tuesday and then waiting. But, uh, yeah, that that's... That, that's going to be necessary. I don't know if this is going to be a particularly long episode, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how many matches that they add to it. Uh, yeah, um, SmackDown, I enjoyed for the most part. It wasn't the best show, but it was all right. Uh, what they did with Sasha and Bailey was good. What they did with Roman and Jay was good. Uh, the, Braun tapped out to Roman. That was interesting. I mean, obviously Roman was going to win. That's not that's not a surprise there. I, I'm more surprised that he had that, that Braun tapped out, but that's cool. Uh, I'm I like that Bailey didn't sign the contract. That's at least more interesting. They're good. She's gonna sign it this coming Friday, obviously, or I'm sure she signed it tonight after you have already heard this, because obviously that already happened. Uh, I'm assuming that she probably attacked Sasha from behind, and while Sasha was down, she signed the contract or something like that. But that's my expectation. Uh, <clears throat> Lars can go the fuck away. Lars is a one-way ticket to me watching something else whenever he's on. Uh, that's about the worst thing you can get on SmackDown is Lars. Um, I, I mean, I, there's some people on there that I don't care about, but... The only person that I, is actively a problem is Lars that I can think of. So, uh, Raw was a clusterfuck. Everything on the show was awful. Uh, well, I mean, there was some random stuff that was okay, I guess, but a lot of awful stuff happened. Uh, the show started with The Fiend and Alexa coming out. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, and then they get in the ring, and they're just kind of standing there, and Retribution comes out. I'm like, the fuck is Retribution coming out for to attack The Fiend? Why? Why would they attack The Fiend? Are they? Do they have a death wish? And I'm just like, they're surrounding him, kind of, and I'm like, they're just going to leave. The Fiend and Alexa are just going to leave. That's just what's going to happen here. Nothing else makes sense. And sure enough, lights went on and they left. Because they literally just stood there as if nothing was happening. Um, so, 
And then the Hurt Business immediately came out, and then Bobby Lashley made T-Bar tap out. That made sense. Like, you need to make re- Retribution matter? They need to be more important than this if you're going all the way with this that you are, and making Ali be part of them needs to matter, and they just lost. And what... what co- And then... The Fiend comes back and just takes out half of Retribution. I'm like, all this is awful. None of this is good. What is is the Fiend taking out half of Retribution going to help? Like, you need to be building them up. This this segment helped no one. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, realistically, it doesn't... I mean, technically it helps the Fiend, and technically it helps the Hurt business, but in the long run, we're trying to make Retribution a a threat, aren't we? And they just look like idiots, so congratulations. Uh, AJ Styles had a match with Matt Riddle, and the only thing that we can uh, think of, knowing memorable thing about this match is that AJ came out with the uh, one guy that was... uh, the really tall ninja, and he was the bodyguard for Raw Underground. I, I'm sorry, I, I can't pronounce his last name. I'm not gonna bother trying. I don't. Uh, and it starts with an O. It's real. Uh, like I can't think. I can't pronounce it. I don't want to be disrespectful, so I'm not going to do that and just fuck it up terribly. So it's better off I don't do that. Uh, yeah, he he's AJ's bodyguard now, randomly. So, yeah, there there's that. Uh. Obviously, AJ won. Uh, Kofi beat Sheamus. Uh, Asuka beat Lana. No one's surprised. The match was pointless. It was not good. I mean, that's Lana's fault, obviously. Lana, it's Lana. What were you? No, I mean, we weren't expecting it to be good. If it was good, it'd be a surprise. Uh, surprise. Uh, and then Nia and Shayna came out and attacked Lana more than anything. They, I thought, I'm like, okay, one of them are going to attack Asuka. We're going to get a title match at Hell in a Cell. No, they attacked Lana for last week and put her through a table again. The announce table again. And then they basically said that they own both women's rosters on both shows because they're the tag champs and then they challenge people and out come Mandy and Dana fuck my life then Lacey comes out the fuck is Lacey coming out here for she doesn't she's not a team if anything she was a team she was a team with Dana but she's with Mandy now for whatever reason and then freaking Peyton Royce comes out with her if Peyton Royce was gonna be attacked and you would have left her with Billy Kay and the two of them just walk out there and they, they're just trying to, like, showboat in front of each other, like, like pushing the other to the side and doing whatever the shit they do during their entrances the, for the entire time. I'm like, am I having a stroke? Because that's what it feels like. And and, the, and then for some sanity, the Riot Squad came out. I'm like, thank you. Now, they had a random Fatal 4-Way tag team match, but it wasn't for the titles. I'm like, okay, have... Riot Squad win and have a title match at the pay-per-view. No. Nia and Shayna just won. Uh, Riot Squad almost won, but they got pulled out, out of the ring, and then Nia and Shayna ended up winning. This... 
You need to get those titles off of Naya and Shayna immediately because you are ruining the entire like the the fact that these titles are on Naya and Shayna are ruining the entire women's division on Raw because Asuka has no challenger and Naya and Shayna being the tag champs is just a complete mess because I mean, if you look at any of the teams that do exist, out of the few that do, like, do you think that they can beat Nia and Shayna? Not really. I mean, not realistically. I mean, like, we we know that some of them are actually better than at least Nia, but if you look at them, it doesn't look like they'd be beating them. This Fatal 4-Way Tag Match was the perfect excuse to get those belts off of them. And it wasn't even a title match. You can have someone pin someone else, and then they can just not be a team anymore. And Shayna can go on to face Asuka, and then Naya can do whatever, I guess. But no, we're just going to... You put, put the titles on the Riot Squad, and then they can have a feud with Mandy and Dana, I guess. And I guess if Peyton and Lacey are actually a team, then I guess them too. But if, I mean, again, if you were going to have Peyton on a team, why the fuck would you put her with Lacey and not leave her with the tag team she was already in? I don't understand. But uh, it's it's WWE. What do you expect? Uh... Some of it I missed because, as usual, I had to drive to work. I didn't see anything. I didn't see Firefly Funhouse. I didn't see Tucker and El Gran Gordo, who is just Otis in a mask, against Miz and Morrison, I think it was. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Keith Lee lost to Braun Strowman. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, I have no idea what happened with Drew and Orton with the cell coming down. I didn't see that. I don't care to find out even what happened. But yeah, that's pretty much Raw in a nutshell. I don't know what the fuck I bought. I watched that for. It lost the Seth versus Ray storyline and got worse. Let that sink in. It lost the entire Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio and family storyline. All that went to SmackDown. And the show got worse. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. That was one of the worst draws I've ever seen. And I'm not being hyperbolic here. It is one of the worst. So, yeah, if that's... If that's a sign of things to come, I don't know how much of Raw I'm going to be able to watch. Because that was awful. My apologies to Ali. My apologies to New Day. My apologies to Keith Lee. My apologies to Asuka. And a few other people. I'm sorry to you guys, but if that's what Raw is going forward, ugh. I don't know. So, I'm going to pause here. Uh, I'm going to assume that there's going to be more Hell in a Cell matches announced. Not actual Cell matches, but more matches for the show. Uh, The next part 
of this will be those matches that are actually announced, unless there aren't any. If there aren't any more announced, then I guess I split this into two parts for no reason. But uh, presumably you're going to hear the matches that they announce on SmackDown, and then you'll hear the other four matches that are already announced. So I was hoping SmackDown would add more matches, but they only added one, which is Otis versus The Miz for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Otis will retain it. That's it. Alright, so hopefully there were more matches added to Hell in a Cell, and I've already predicted them before this, and if there weren't, then this is going to be a really weird small show with four matches with one non-Hell in a Cell match, but I have to imagine that there were, because, again, that would be weird. And obviously, you already heard those if predictions for those if that happened. Uh, Elias versus Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's winning. I have nothing to say about that match. It just was announced uh, Monday. So, yeah, that happened. So, let's just talk about our Hell in a Cell matches. And really, I only have thoughts in about two of them. And even the one of them, I don't even have too many thoughts about. Uh, first off, it's... Do we... It's a little unnecessary to have three ma- three Hell in a Cell matches. I think they just felt bad for not giving Raw a Hell in a Cell match, but Drew versus Randy does not need to be a Hell in a Cell match. They do not even need to have a third match. Drew won two times in a row. And he, I mean, technically he only won the first one because he caught him, but that's stupid. He still won fair and square, so we didn't really need a second one. Second one was just a bunch of the old guys showing up and attacking Orton, but it, but there wasn't any edge, so I don't care. Uh, uh, I don't care about this match. Could Randy win? Sure. I don't think he's going to. I'm. I I was kind of kind of uh, predicted kind of. Convinced that Edge would return at Clash of Champions. I don't remember if I put that in my actual predictions uh, podcast or not, but uh, what I heard made sense, and I think around now is around when he could show up, like at the absolute earliest, and I think, I mean, again, I could be wrong, obviously, Uh but I am predicting that Edge is going to return in the Hell in a Cell match and cost Randy the match. Because you may have noticed, Edge was not drafted. Not to Raw, not to SmackDown. And there is no reason for him not to have been drafted. He is fu- he is fully signed to the company. He's, for at least like three years, he's a member of the Raw roster, there is absolutely no reason for him to not be drafted. He's not, like, if you go on Wikipedia for the 2020 Raw draft page, he's not even listed anywhere on there. He's not even listed in the free agents. Like, he was a member of the Raw roster. He wasn't eligible to be drafted on on Friday or Monday, whichever, on either show. He's not listed as a free agent. Like, Andrade is still a free agent, by the way. Andrade should not be a free agent. He should be on the show by now. Uh, like, and there's some other people who, like Big Show and Kane and Becky Lynch, all those, all those people who haven't really been, who haven't been on television, 
or, or at least listed on that page. I don't know why Edge isn't listed on that page. I mean, because that's Wikipedia. It should still be on that page because the Wikipedia is not affiliated with WWE. But he he is not listed anywhere. And I'm, I'm like, why is this? He he should have been drafted on one of the two shows, even if he's not there. Like they draft some people. Uh, like I I understand why they don't draft Becky because Becky's not going to be back until who knows when. Uh. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really know why Edge wasn't drafted. I'm like, the only reason I can think of as to why Edge was not drafted is he's coming back soon and they want it to be a surprise. I mean, what other reason is there besides just oversight? But, I mean, you wouldn't think they would be such a grand oversight that they forget to draft Edge somewhere, do you? I don't know. I mean, this could all just be conjecture, obviously. I'm not saying this is definitely going to happen. But Edge has returned in Hell in a Cell matches before. This is, like, that's not a new thing. He he returned in Undertaker versus Batista in 2007. So, like, that's not new. Like, it could happen again. All he has to do is pretend to be a cameraman. Uh... And I mean, it'd be, it'd be the, about the, the most interesting that thing that could actually happen in this match. And I mean, with all the legends that came back last month, that was telling me Edge was coming back. There's no reason to do that with all those, no reason to have all those goddamn legends show up in that match and not have Edge. And Edge should have been in the end of that match. He should have showed up at the end of that. Uh, but. I can deal with that. I mean, if we're waiting another month and then he's going to cost Randy a hell in a cell match, that's fine too. I mean, if not at the end of, uh, at, as part of the ambulance match, that's still a sign of edges coming back soon. Otherwise, why did all four of these guys show up? There is no need for it. Drew didn't, you didn't need to have all those guys show up and help Drew. Now it just look, it, it would look it would look even more dumb if Edge doesn't return in the Hell in a Cell. So that's what I think is going to happen. I'm not guarantee. I'm not guaranteeing that's happen. That's going to happen, but it'd be the best thing that could happen in this match. Uh, if Edge doesn't return, then the odds of Randy winning are higher, but that doesn't mean he will. I'm still, I'm still expecting Drew to retain. But if Edge doesn't come back, I wouldn't be surprised if Randy won. Uh, so we're going to move on from that. That being said, the next match, I'm not sure who's main eventing. I'm not sure if we're going to get Roman versus Jay as the main event or if we're going to get Sasha versus Bailey as the main event. I'm assuming Sasha versus Bailey is main eventing, uh, both because I've read reports earlier in the month that said that they were going to. It, and also, I mean, they're the biggest actual story. They've been like the biggest storyline going for months now, and they should be be rewarded with the main event for that. Uh, and they are the poster. So, I mean, they're the poster. As recently as yesterday, they made a poster and it was just them. So, I'm assuming for all those reasons that Sasha and Bailey will be the main event. Uh, although, I could see it being Roman versus Jay. I mean, obviously, they main evented uh, the last pay-per-view. So, I I could see it being Roman versus Jay. I just don't think it's going to. Uh 
I think it was important for Roman versus Jay to main event uh, the last one uh, with the ending that it had. And for it to be the, the closing image of the show, I think it was important for that to be the main event. I don't think we, I don't think we need that again. Because we're, we're having Hell in a Cell match between them, and it's also an I Quit match. I'm not... I mean, obviously Roman is winning again. That's not really a thing. I wonder if they're going to, instead of saying I Quit, they're going to say... Uh, they're going to make him say, Acknowledge me as your tribal chief. I wonder if that will be what he says instead. Uh, I don't know if... Like, I mean, because it's supposed to have, like, the biggest stakes in whatever, as Roman called it. So I'm like... Are they going to make Jay, like, actually quit if he quits? I don't know. Uh, I'm expecting the match will be uh, entertaining. It will be it will be very much like their first match. Just with inside Hell in a Cell and with weapons. Jade's going to get his ass kicked again. Uh, and he'll, he'll be forced to say it this time. If he, that or he'll just be forced to say he quit. Uh... I don't, I do think, I don't think they're going to want what's going to happen in this match to be the end of the show. Like, I understand why they did it the last time, but it's going to be even more brutal this time. And I under, I, for all the reasons I've already said, and this, I think that is why this will probably not main event. Because if this was, this is, I expect this to be, somewhat brutal and it's not going to have a happy ending they're probably going to want to have a good ending at the end of the show so yeah all that being said i'm pretty positive sasha versus bailey is main eventing and and rightfully so they should be again i wouldn't be surprised if roman versus jay main evented it's roman but i don't think it's going to happen I think everyone realizes that Sasha versus what Sasha versus Bailey is and that it should be main eventing end of story that like, it shouldn't even really be a question if we're being perfectly honest, it should obviously be made, especially since it's a hell in a cell. Like this match should main event a mania. Sasha versus Bailey should be main eventing mania. If it's on hell in a cell, it, it should it shouldn't even be a question. Especially with the whole story. They basically dominated the entire company for throughout the entire summer. And, like, I don't know. We'll get into, like, if this is the beginning or if this is the end of that stuff later. But, well, I guess we might as well now. Because there's really not much else to say. I am really interested that they made it an I Quit match uh inside the cell i mean why not it doesn't technically need to be inside the cell like realistically because an i quit match works just fine for the story that they were having but i mean why not i mean you're at a hell in a cell pay-per-view might as well i mean like even if they didn't even if they didn't make a hell in a cell match like roman could say bring the cell down. I mean, it's a no, no disqualification. It's obviously no disqualification. So, I mean, why not? I guess there's no, there's really no reason not to. It keeps Jimmy out of there too. Uh, technically. 
Although I said Edge could get in there, so certainly Jimmy could too. Uh, but yeah, uh, obviously Roman's going to win. There's not much else. Re- there's n- not much else to really talk about this than I've already said. So let's just move on to Sasha versus Bailey. <sighs> I probably should have prepared something. What I wanted to say about this match before, probably should have. Given that this pay-per-view, or given that this feud, that this match is the existence of this match is basically the entire re- point of my podcast, if we're honest. When I'm not talking about other things that are dis- distracting me, what am I talking about? And what have I been talking about for a year now? Like, I've, it's been, a, like, I've had this podcast for a year. It was last year's Hell in a Cell that inspired this podcast to exist. And now we're at this now we're at this show. We're at Hell in a Cell again, and this match is happening. It's almost kind of poetic because this podcast was basically spawned by last year's Hell in a Cell making me hate everything so much that I considered stopping watching for, I don't know how long. It wouldn't have been forever. It's not like I would have never watched wrestling again or never watched WWE again. That would be, that would just be hyperbolic. But for as that after money in the it, this sh- that show hurt me even more than money in the bank to 2018 whatever fucking year that it was that I went to I think it was 18 yeah uh yeah that made me start this and it's basically been a, been a fantasy booking of the Sasha and Bailey feud ever since. So this feud existing, that's why this, this podcast exists. So we're here now. If you like, we're 40. Well, when you're hearing this, we're less than two days away. It's obviously it's hit me, but it's still weird that we're, we're finally here. We've been waiting for this match for five years. And I don't know if this is the beginning of more to come or if this is the culmination of everything. Because, uh, like I said, this match is destined to main event of WrestleMania. And, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there's things about how they've done this that I like, and there's things about this that I wish were different. Uh I really don't like the fact that at the, their first at real match is a Hell in a Cell match. Technically, they had a two-minute match two weeks ago, which I knew was going to happen, and obviously they were going to just go to disqualification. But it's really the first match, and it's their first match, first legitimate, significant match since October seventh, two thousand fifteen against each other. They've had matches where they've not been on the same team and they've been in them, but they haven't had one-on-one matches besides like two matches that were on Raw, one of which was a random contenders match, whatever, Bailey still won that. One of them was interrupted by the Riot Squad, whatever. 
I don't, yeah. I like, I love the idea of them having a Hell in a Cell match. I would have preferred it to be next year at next year's Hell in a Cell. I don't like that it's starting with Hell in a Cell unless it's going to lead to more. Like, if Bailey wins and Bailey puts Sasha out of action for several months, that's fine. I don't really like the idea of Sasha losing a Hell in a Cell match again, but I would still prefer her to win the title at WrestleMania. And not now. But I don't think that's going to happen. I'm pretty positive Sasha is just going to win. And I would still like it for them to not have a rematch until WrestleMania. I would like for if Sasha wins, I would like for Bailey to win the Royal Rumble, not not get a rematch immediately at the next pay per view. I don't know how you get to that though. I don't know why Bailey wouldn't be immediately going for the belt again. She was she's the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion. Why would she not? Uh, why would she not want a rematch immediately? She's had the title for over a year and really for over 500 days or something like that. You get a rematch when that happens. I, I mean, it's a hell in a cell match, but Sasha or, but then Sasha beats Bailey. Then who does she move on to? Who's the next biggest heel? Well, the best thing you could do is have Sasha not actually have turned face. Just have her beat Bailey and then separate the two for some amount of time, but then have Sasha continue to be a heel. Although then I guess it would be difficult to get them back together for another Magic Mania. Just like, there is some criticism happening right now, but like, yeah, Bailey destroyed Sasha, but you, for on live television, and that gets her some sympathy, but she spent a year being a not-so-great person on live television to people? And she hasn't really redeemed herself. Sure, we would. Sure, we want to see her get her comeuppance over Bailey for Bailey doing what she did. But after that, she's not super sympathetic. Other than that, like she didn't suddenly. She didn't. Her character didn't didn't change. Not that her character ever does change. Her character is always the same. You either cheer for her or you don't. But if you're being realistic, she didn't do anything to make fans cheer her other than get her ass kicked. And they might cheer... Well, again, put it this way. If there were fans in the arena, they would cheer her to beat Bailey. But would they cheer her after that? It's a legitimate question. Because, yeah, she got her ass kicked by Bailey, But she's been an asshole on screen for a year. And her character has not changed. Now, now, like, most of the smart people like us, we, we would know that her character isn't going to change. Because she's always been the same character. 
she's just it just depends who's in her sights basically i don't mean to be like Corey graves and commentary is like this is the person she's always been because Corey graves is a dumbass but she's either a heel and she's the best damn heel in the business or she's a tweener or a badass face she's not sympathetic oh underdog baby face like she's not bailey when bailey was a face if you i mean if she was bailey when bailey was a face she'd be completely irrelevant like she was when she first started in nxt way back when read blog posts read his like if you know anything about your history you know that's why sasha hated bailey for so long in nxt because she saw Bailey and she saw this is what I used to be and I was irrelevant. Why does everyone love Bailey like this? But I had to do all this and be mean and rude and all that shit. Uh, that's that's a good question. I mean, like obviously they're in a Thunderdome and the crowd noise is piped in and we're not gonna really tell the difference because they're gonna just put in whatever noise they expect to be there. Uh, but yeah, like this, it's a different situation. It's a, it's a weird situation, but if, uh, if they actually had fans there, we don't really know. I mean, we know a bunch of people would cheer cause we, she has a ton of fans obviously and rightfully so, but an entire audience, I don't know. Uh, also, if she doesn't, if she moves on from facing Bailey, then what does she do? First off, we don't know if Survivor Series is going to be brand versus brand. If it is, she's just facing Asuka. Maybe with EO included, maybe not. We don't know if NXT will be included or not. I'm going to guess probably not. But if they are, they would also have EO, and that met, I mean that would be an amazing match. But we don't know what's happening. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not going to be brand versus brand this year. Uh, yeah, so, uh, one second, sorry, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't really know, and then she's, she beats Bailey, then who does she face? She need, she can't just beat Bailey and have this big epic conclusion or beginning of a storyline with Bailey and then move on to nobody. Like, she can't have her... Her next match can't be with Natalia. It can't be with Carmella. I, I don't really know. But... You, her next match also needs to be big. Like, she needs to go directly into a big feud. Into something that's actually important. You have all this happen, and then have her go face nobody. It's like, great, you had that match, but then what? This if if Sasha wins, this is this is her finally having a title reign. This is finally going to be her having a legitimate title reign. And it better be good. You can't just have her face nobody's after this. So you better think long and hard about what what your plan is going forward after this match. Because it's just as important as this match itself. Uh, personally, I have Bailey win. 
I, it's really tough because I don't want Sasha to win a third Hell in a Cell match, but I would want Bailey to win and I would want Sasha to win at WrestleMania because that is what should happen. That is what should happen. Because the, Sasha should not be... This, this match shouldn't be happening right now. In all honesty. This match should be happening at next year's Hell in a Cell. They turn... They, if we're being completely honest, they did the turn too early. They should have done the turn around now. Have Sasha be out for a while. That keeps her separated and away from Bailey. Bailey gets all the heat of injuring her for however long. Well, Sasha's not on TV. You build sympathy on her while you build heat on Bailey. Sasha comes back, she wins the Rumble, and then you have the match at Hell at WrestleMania. There you go. That solves everything. That's what you should have done. And then you could have a rematch at SummerSlam, and you can have a, a, the final match be at Hell in a Cell next year. That's what you really, really should have done. I'm not saying what they've done right now. Like the actual stuff they've done with the feud has been good. The actual story elements that they are doing with the feud are good. The match is going to be great. I'm just saying the the fact that it's actually happening, it shouldn't actually be happening right now because this should be at WrestleMania. It was supposed to be at WrestleMania this year and it just didn't happen. And it would have been something that pissed me off if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic. But the pandemic hit two months, two weeks before WrestleMania, and it's whatever. So I'm not mad that it didn't happen at this year's WrestleMania. But it should be happening at next year's, and it should be their first match. I'm... It's not even... Like, you could still have Bayley win now and then have the Sasha actually win at WrestleMania. It's better than Sasha winning Sunday. But it's not perfect. The perfect... The story done perfectly is Sasha winning at WrestleMania without this match having happened. And technically, it's up to, if you wanted to be completely perfect, she should not have won the title for Moscow. I'm sorry. But that doesn't mean what they're doing right now hasn't, hasn't been good. What they've been, what they've, if we're doing it now, what they've been doing has been great. A couple of Sasha's promos been on a little generic, but it's whatever. It, do, it's, it doesn't matter. The story writes itself. It really does. And Bailey essential Bailey like murdered Sasha on live television. Like that is there is no other way to put that. And this match like this match is going to be amazing as long as they they give them the proper amount of time, and they let them do what they want. Would be nice to have a live crowd, but it's can't do anything about that. Uh, I have... I don't need 80 million callbacks to other things that they've done before, but there is one thing... I There is one thing... If Sasha is winning, if Sasha's not winning, it's not as necessary. But in, 
because if Sasha's going to end up winning the title at WrestleMania, it needs to be in that match. In whatever match Sasha wins, it finally wins the title from Bayley. And again, there is a possibility Bayley could win this because she has challengers now. She has plenty of people she can face now after the draft. There's plenty of new people on the roster that she can face. And I would hope that they would go that route, but I, I'm pretty positive Sasha's going to win. Of course, I said that last year. So take that for what you will. Uh, the one thing that I need them to do in this match is from Brooklyn, from when Bailey is sitting in the corner. And I've mentioned this before. Bailey sitting in the corner and Sasha goes up to her and points at her and just calls her a loser. She calls her pathetic. And then uh, while she's do- doing this, Bailey kicks her in the face and just like cr- comes out of the corner and just pummels her. I need that in reverse. Bailey needs to do that to Sasha. And then Sasha needs to kick her in the face and just etc. That needs to happen. It is the one thing in this match I need to happen. Uh, you can have other callbacks, whatever, but I need this to be in the. I need that to be in the match that Sasha finally wins the title from Bailey. You could, you could have Bailey go for an Avalanche reverse run-up because it, hey, hell, it worked in Brooklyn. Why not? But, and then have Sasha be ready for that. I mean, or kick out of the Bailey to Belly. Uh, that would come after it. I mean, Bailey to Belly. It's not Bailey's finisher anymore. It's the Rose Plant. So, I mean, it would make sense. But you don't have to do that either. Uh, it's just the one moment in the corner that I that I expect. I really want that to happen. It's also the same moment that, for some reason, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax tried to copy it there in their WrestleMania match, and it, it was really dumb. But yeah, because they had, it's like let's copy the best match of the entire past decade and think we're going to. Not other think people aren't going to notice and think people are going to make think this match is good, but no. Anyways, uh, I know I mentioned last week that I was going to have redone my blog posts to be to actually depict. Uh, in the blog post depict what's actually happened in this year from the point where that blog post became fantasy booking. And I have not done that yet. I'm going to do that. I've probably worked on it a little bit uh, between when I'm actually recording this and when you're actually hearing this, but I'm not actually going to post that until after Hell in a Cell is over because originally I was going to post it beforehand, but then I'm like, I'm going to then immediately have to include the Hell in a Cell match. So what would be the point of posting that and then literally three days later adding the Hell in a Cell match into it? So I'm just going to wait until after the Hell in a Cell match is over uh, to do that. Uh, And then I'll re-record all of that. Hopefully that'll be just like the end of part four instead of like and by the end of part four, like the end of part four would be Bailey beating Sasha and Helena. So that's what I would want. And then like the end of act five would be her winning at WrestleMania. But, uh, we, it's, we don't know what's going to happen yet. So I can't really tell you. 
And that doesn't mean that's going to end whenever Sasha wins the title. That This story continues until one of them's not in the company anymore, really. Uh, what I have been doing instead, I, I created a list of as much content of their story as I could. I've, and I'm binge watching all of it from Brooklyn until, until Sunday. And hell, that includes Bailey's episode of Chronicle, which comes out this Saturday. So I'm not even going to be, finishing this episode this list until saturday night when that 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 airs some of this i i put as much in a youtube playlist as i could uh obviously i couldn't find everything because there's a lot of matches and a lot of matches are in the network the matches that i have found aren't like the best quality and like if you find matches on youtube it's like it's like zoomed in and you only see part of the screen are part of what's happening because people do that so to avoid copyright detection. Uh, but yeah, I pretty fit. I'm pretty far into the list. I just watched the match at Evolution with Sasha and Bailey and Natalia against the Riot Squad. Uh, next is the tag title chamber match. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm binge watching all of that. And I'm working on the show, uh, on the blog. Uh, I know I've toyed around with doing live reactions for shows before, and it never would really work. I kind of feel like if there is ever anything I ever live reacted to on this, it would have to be this match, because it's what this podcast is ultimately about but that would require me to stay home from work so really that's not going to happen uh unless i watched the show on a different phone which that wouldn't happen either so as much as i consider recording my reaction to that and that alone i don't think that's going to happen Plus, there's a fair amount of chance that I'm going to be crying throughout the whole thing. Because that's that's what uh, this feud actually... That, that's what this feud means to me. So, uh, you don't need to hear that. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, and if Sasha wins, I will definitely be doing that. So, you don't need to hear that. Uh, yeah. We're less than a week from week away from this match. I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. But that's the end of this predictions. Uh, we'll talk about this later.